We got a special guest, man. Like, I feel like this dude doesn't need an introduction, but I, but I got to do it because I'm from GA. Um, he was an icon growing up. I used to have his cleats. My mom used to take me to Walmart to get his cleats. So without further ado, man, the man himself, Michael Vick, is on It Needed to Be Said, I man. I made it. MB7, man. Talk to us. I he walked, walked over. over. Believe that. You walked or you ran? I'm local. I'm right around the corner, baby. We could have been there this and knocked this out. Yeah, man, it needed to be said, man. I, I feel like we had to get you on the podcast to give us some of that OG talk, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, just Definitely. To see, just to share with the fans, the NFL community, or, or even the world, man. Like people, yeah. I feel like people who don't even play football can, can just use our experiences in life to just help them. You, you feel me? Because yep. people look at us as icons, as, you know, leaders of the positions that we're in. and Role models. Role models. And, and it's a blessing, dog. Man, like you go mm. as the number one pick, I believe, right? Yeah. Like, how is that? Like, I, I always wanted to know how I was being drafted number one. Like, yeah, that was really cool, man. I think the only thing I wish it was that I wouldn't have known that I was going to be the first pick. How much money you got? I got a lot of money. <laughs> we, we got a lot of money. Like, it was more money that I could. This was handle. before, like this was way before they like cut it down too, though. Right? No, nah, this was this was when they like. I kind of feel like we like started to to set the the bar as Market. to you know what a number one pick should be when you a dual threat, you know, yeah. really multi talented guy. Because we had just had the '99 draft with Tim Couch, Donovan. Dante Culpepper, it was a bunch of guys in that draft that was like, I still, I think the league looked at it like, yo, these dudes are going to be the faces of the franchise, and we got to, yeah. So, I still want you to tell us the number though, like, oh no, my son is born. I only got eleven million guaranteed. He, he and the rookie deal. only he said only <laughs> compared to what they get now I only got eleven million. Bro, I'm saying, look, break do the math on eleven million after taxes. What is it? True, seven million. Yeah. yeah. I got to give my mom's out. a crib. Hold right. on. Okay. Hold it's going to break down. I mean, I'm just now coming into the league. But you know it's broke up. Yeah. You don't get the sign. You don't get the whole 11 million. Nah, you don't get it. Broke up. Front. It's three right off the bat. Three in March right. of, right. Yeah. you know, the following year. You know what? Yeah. The language. Fiscal year. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, I get my contract. You know, you get a signing bonus. It's broke up. Right. But you don't get it all at one time. But the family don't know that. Your people don't know that. They don't. You know, people don't know that they you look. It's, like, it's, hey, Vic, it's no, broke up. It's getting broke up, and it's coming with taxes. It's after so instantly, I went into a mode of like, yo, I gotta save some bread. I gotta save. Some, I can't go crazy. Right. I only got three million right off the bat. But that was one point nine when I got the check. I ain't even. Man, my mom won't even account for taxes. We had already wrote down what we was about to go do for everybody and for ourselves and. You know, we thought we was getting the whole three million. We got one point nine, and they were still like it was some taxes that was withheld. Or, yeah, it's crazy. The whole that wasn't crazy. you know the holdings and all that, and we like we got to go back and huddle up and figure this out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, lessons learned. But you know, from the time I started getting paid, man, I was real you know cognizant of how I was going to spend this money and make it last. I was already thinking longevity as a rookie, like. You you know your time in that space in the football space is very limited. So you don't know if you're gonna be a bust. You don't know if you're gonna be great. You don't know if you're gonna not be for average. Long. Not for so long. So I'm I'm preparing for whatever. I know it's you know it's about to be a tough you know go at it. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, but 
you don't know that when you're a rookie, you just know, you look, I got to put a lot into this. I got to make sure that I'm prepared. And if I do it like I did it in college, it'll it, it, it amount to something bigger. And four years later, I end up getting an extension. And even when I got that extension, I had to, yo, this coming at this time, I'm making this during the season. And this broke up this way. I'm After taxes, is only $36 million. After taxes, is only 23 Like, I ain't even so, you, you know. I'm just trying to make sure, like, even at a young age, I save a lot of money for the future. So I got one more question before Julius asks his question. <laughs> so I, I know a lot of people got, like, a like some crazy purchases. Like, T-Pain had a crazy purchase. Yeah. You remember when he bought that big-ass chain for, like, mm-hmm. 400K? So could you could you tell the camera, like... Yeah, was, I, I might have had some big purchases. I think my biggest purchase... I'm I living in May, I, bought a, I bought a Maybach. That was 300 I was really out of my ballpark, like, but I, you know, I, you get the extension, you feel like you got to do something, right? So I'm feeling like, yo, I got to do something. I gotta, I gotta make some type of purchase that's gonna make me feel like everything I worked for was worth working for. Now, was it worth it when you bought it? Yeah, I got in it. I mean, it was okay. I might have drove it myself like three or four times, but you went right back to the hood, didn't you? Took it down, took yeah, it back know, home. That, that <laughs> You got to take, take it back home. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm really true story. Me. I made it. You know, true story. <laughs> true story. We going home back. We going to Virginia. We driving the car. We get stopped by the police. <laughs> and the police just walked up to the car. And he was like, yo, I stopped y'all. I just needed to know, bro, what type of car is this, man? I'm like... He like that. He like I don't that need this car. Right? Like, I don't need this, bro. Too much like, it's too much attention. Too much when the police bro. stop you to ask you what type of car you in, you need to reconsider if you want to keep that car or not. Like, and, and especially when you... I was young, so we was just kind of like, you know, we was riding dirty and having a good time. And I'm telling you right now. You know, but it's, 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 it's a shame that you got to... I was even thinking that way because I work hard for all that. But yeah. I, I just... Sometimes I felt like the potential, the 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 potential to, you know, create adverse situations, man. And just how people look at it and how they feel, I bet just you, they make me comfortable at times. I bet you were scared as hell that police pulled up behind you. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, this, we just was like almost had a nervous breakdown for no reason. <laughs> that, that's the thing about all black people; they could be literally driving fifty miles per hour. Yeah, speed limit fifty miles per hour. Not doing anything wrong. Police pull behind them. Yeah, we get scared yeah. for no reason. What was it like? Why couldn't you guys ever win a championship? <laughs> yeah, it's a good yeah. question. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the Atlanta Falcon fans would like to know that. Even though you probably are, they deserve to know. You know, because y'all, you know, had the kid they just team. drafted about to wear my jersey too. They called me the other day, like, "Yo, you think the, the running back? Name? Yeah, Bijan. Yeah, I seen that. Bijan want to pay tribute to you and wear your jersey. I was like, "Yo, that's cool as hell. Like, let him, let him rock man, that." Man, look, if I'm Atlanta, I'm retiring your jersey. Bro. That's what one of my boys texted me, like, "Man, they need to be putting that up in the Raptors, like, that's fat. bro, for that's real." Though. But, but the truth of the matter is, if I could have gave him a couple more years, it, it, it probably would have worked out. But just. I don't think we won a championship because you call one, um, it was like as soon as we got into a groove, like as soon as I started learning about the position, we fired Dan Reeves. We fired Coach Reeves who drafted me. Um, if you look at my 2002 season, he called the plays. He called plays. He coached John Elway for like 10 years. They went to four Super Bowls yeah. in Denver. He was He was the man. And, and and I was young, so I had to learn him, 
learn the league, learn coaching. I had to learn yeah. all these things. And, and so we still young. He was a little older and he liked to dictate like what, how things should be. But he knew from his past and just all his experience how we needed to operate as an organization. Exactly. Well, we had new ownership and people was, you know, new players and, you know, it was a new era and they was like, yo, it's too much dictatorship. He got to go. And so we fired him um, two years in into my career. We made it to the divisional round um, my second year. And then my third year, I broke my ankle. So I didn't play that whole year. That was the year they fired him. And then 2003. Yeah, 2003. And then 2004. When you was on the Madden cover. Yeah, when I was on the Madden cover, they brought yeah, that, that year, 03. Well, I, like, yeah, I, I know yeah, my yeah, mic. Big history. Yeah, now, like, research. You know, he it's probably, important he when you're doing, these, when you're doing these podcasts, you got to know. You, you gotta and know no research, stuff. bro. Like, I grew up in Georgia, bro. Like, yeah, we, yeah. like you really was an oh, icon yeah, he was to right everybody, there. bro. He was right there. And so... um 2004, I had to learn the whole West Coast system. Um, Brent Favre ran it. Steve Young had ran it. Joe Montana had ran it. Um, I think the Shanahan's ran a version of it with John Elway when they won in Denver. So um, it was a good system. It taught me timing. It taught me footwork. It taught me how to really walk into a room and coach a quarterback up on how to be on time and start throwing the football. Yeah. Right even right now to this day. So the experience was invaluable. Um we went to the NFC championship that year and it was so easy to get there. Mm-hmm. It was so easy that year. I thought we, it'll be easy getting back. So I kinda like the work habits started to decrease and it was like oh, it was so easy to get there, man. bro. They started changing up the team because I balled so hard that it was like we don't need to be extraordinary on defense. We can bring in this type of play, and you know you gotta have a good defense. You got to. You gotta have. A you gotta good, have a, a good great defense. defense. So our defenses got worse, and we just couldn't pick up the slack on offense. So, and then I ran into my issues, and, and so you know it, it just it just never materialized. I still like like to apologize to the fans whenever I get a chance for you know not having a long career in Atlanta. I think it would have been great. I don't um, apologize to him for not winning. Majority of the people, yeah, for not for not 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 for not winning, yeah, not for not winning for not being the count, but not for not being there. No, no, not for that purpose. I just like to laugh at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got two different reasons. Well, I don't find that funny. I just like to laugh at him like you'll see. Nah, for real, the tailgates. You done been to a Falcon tailgate? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Crazy, like the fans in that good times. Crazy. So every time I get to see them scuffle, man, bro. When we was on when we was on fire and doing our thing. It was like a concert in the arena. I don't know what's going on now. It's not the same. Um, we got to gen- generate that type of um, buzz and you know bring back that whole vibe of football in the dome, Sundays popping, get some entertainers in there, rappers. We had Ludacris, Ti, everybody was showing up, and and it was a blast, bro. And it was like uh, you know we was all really able to be a part of that experience and, and, and grow the game culturally, you know, through the Falcons. That's lit, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. It was lit, bro. That's crazy. It was super lit. I'm in football. Obviously, I'm in football right now, but just hearing, like, just that story, man, just makes me excited, dog. Yeah. Like, definitely. I wish I could have played with you, though. Like, oh, I wish I could have. Well, like, just that dynamic, man. Like, you like you, you played with D-Jack, but I feel like I, I just thought about Jack. Cheetah, so, like, like, you and Jack was so similar um, – just can't nobody really compete with y'all. Like it's so Jack much crazy. It, it, being in both in both of y'all had Andy Reid. 
Andy Reid drafted both of y'all, which says a lot about Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. He understands talent. You know what he's doing, huh? He know how to find. He, he know where to place you on the field so you can be always at an advantage over the over the defense, mm-hmm. over the opposition. Exactly. And it, it's not. I was actually thinking this year, like after Andy won the Super Bowl, he he only got two, but he went to like four, or five NFC Championship games. Every year, y'all was in the NFC, AFC Championship game, or he was in the NFC Championship game, or he was close. He might be the one of the the, the greatest coach of all time, bro. Seriously, you don't have bro. to win championships to be considered. You know, I understand Belichick and Brady and that, that whole dynamic, but coach did it in Philly, and then he did it in K, and he doing it in KC, doing it in KC, crazy though, it's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm always shout out coach. Like I love, I love that man to death. Like for real, literally, I do anything for him. Yeah, I still love coach, and I know you though. do too. But yeah. Even though he ain't called me back on my contract deal. But still love you, though, Coach. <laughs> all y'all business. We all business, Yeah, we, it's all business, baby. You landing on your feet. You ain't in a bad spot. Hey. And you got your ring, man. That's most important. My How mama, was that? What? The ring? Yeah. Super Bowl? I should have wore it up here so I can you gloat. should have. <laughs> I could have had I want to see it before I leave. Could have had it. That could have yeah, been my baby, advantage of precious. Mike Vick right there. It's precious hardware. But how was it though, man? It was fun. It was, like yeah, the Super Bowl is dope, dog. Like yeah. it's, it's definitely an experience that I, I think every football player should want to be a part of. Right, all right. You know, just the hard work that you put in, obviously, throughout the whole season, OTAs, yeah. training camp. And then you get to like the playoffs, like which is obviously hard. You know, you win those games, then you go to the Super Bowl. You play in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, it's like cameras everywhere. Yeah. It's like while you're playing, they're taking pictures. Right, right. You see flashes all over the place. And it's like crazy, Experience. man. Experience. Survivors, remorse. Uh-huh. How do you feel about that? Well, well, it's it's a real thing. And but, you know, like we don't feel or fail to realize that you can't help everybody. And and so I always, you know, tried to keep a core group of people that, hey man, it's nothing that I wouldn't do for you. And if the roles was reversed, I would hope that you would do the same for me right. and feel the same way. And, and everybody's not like that. Everybody don't have your heart. But you'll start to feel, you know, guilty if somebody called you and asked you something and, and you want to help them. And sometimes it, it don't make them a better person when they can call you and get whatever they want anytime they call to get it. Right. You see what I'm saying? I feel like you always... Or you put people at a disadvantage. When I stopped giving to people, they started to find their niche in life and what what really was, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, something that they could benefit from or an opportunity that they could grow from or a job that they can go out and get and be good at it and make money on their own and be independent. I mean, you're just giving people everything, you, you handicap them more than, than what, you, what you really know. So... Um, outside of my mom now, man, and and even even my sisters, I still got soft spots for them. Like people in in my circle, you got to earn it, man. You got to earn it, and you know that's just being grown. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's is is male or female, it's just about you know you doing you and you know creating your own niche in life and. and you know what I'm saying? Being able to say, I work hard for this, I work hard for something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
can't be given everything because you get you spoiled, bro. you get complacent. And, you, you know, so we, we feel bad about that, but it's really no space for that in life. we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad yeah, I'm glad you said we. We I feel bad for that sometime and I shouldn't. And and so now I, 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 if I want if I want some motivation in regards to that and how I should spend my money, give my money, I look at my kids. Mm. I look at my kids and I think about their futures and I think about college and I think about private school and I want the best educations and I want y'all to and I want this estate what we built, what men their mom built to be everlasting. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, I got to teach them how. So, my thing is, I I got a coach in my household all the time. And so, I ain't got time to be coaching people, a bunch of people around me. That's real Straight right up. there. Right. I'm, I'm the same way. Look, yeah. I'm not, I can't be giving you money because, like Vic say, it puts you at a disadvantage. You got to yeah. earn this money. The same way I worked my tail off for 29 years to make it to my goal. Blood, sweat, tears. I had to work my butt off to to get to the top of the yeah. food chain because making it making it to the NFL, it's only what is it, one percent? Yeah. It's like a one percent chance 1%. I was gonna make it. Look. I never feel bad, man, about telling somebody no. That was my biggest weakness, not being able to tell people no. And you know what happened when you don't tell people no? You lose a lot of money that you it's gonna be hard to get it back when the days of football are over. Like and not saying that you like you got more than like Managing money is, you know, you know, when you on certain levels is different. You you can take care of certain people and take care of the things around you, and and then I think it's important to have the right people around you, the right tax accountants, the right financial advisors who Huge. understand how to continue to grow with your estate and what you own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many ways to do that that you know you you gotta. Go through trial and error. You got to learn. You're going to make some mistakes, and it's going to be some wins and losses. Right. But you just learn from the from the mistakes you make, and, and you know you got to have that trust factor too with people. Yeah, that's kind of how I am, yeah. now, man. I just I just posted something like that, uh, talking what? about trust. Uh, and Jamila came at me. She like, you don't trust me. I say, I don't trust everybody. Yeah. But I also don't just trust anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't distrust you, yeah. but I'm just not finna just give anybody my yeah. trust based yeah, yeah. upon you gotta earn you know, it. Right. You gotta earn so it. Especially that's, that's, when you're dealing with money. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Because people run off with your bread. I told I was about to tell you the story about how my bread got ran off on, but I just I'm shutting up. We can do it. Y'all part heard two, it. Now. Y'all heard we, it at we, a later we, time. We can we yeah, can do after, a part two. After y'all after y'all hear about it, after y'all hear about it, then I'll come back on here for a part two and we'll talk about it and be like, oh, yo, so what I meant up. by that was this. <laughs> and what I meant by that was that. That's crazy. Straight up, bro. How much they took? Like eight million, bro. But story for another day, yeah. Yeah, story for another yeah, day, when right? When I was trying yeah. to do when I was trying to do the right thing. You're not in jail? I was on my way, but but before, like two years prior, I linked up with a financial advisor, and I had so much bread that I was just like, you know, I had like fifteen million, like straight cash, but I already had everything that I wanted. Right. I ain't had nothing to do with it, and I was, I ain't know how to grow it. I'm twenty five years old. I don't know what to do to make this. Like, so I entrusted somebody who came with a great plan, and if it would have materialized, it would have just been like for generations, and so. I guess once I started going through my case and what I was going through, they felt like they could just like dip off and not, you know, once I went to prison, I can't call out. So 
they got ghosts on me and, and yeah, so That's tough. That's you know what I'm saying? You know, so I had to they forced me to start all over. You better that than firm me. out of Atlanta, you yeah. Than us. Oh yeah, I wanted, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, I, I definitely had thoughts. It's like, like I, I, you know, it won't easy. Nah, but you did yeah. the right thing. Like moms, your mom yeah, told moms you. told me, oh, you get it right. back tenfold. But moms still speak on that to this day, so it ain't over. It's definitely not over for sure. Sure, that gotta feel yeah. good though. Like just to hear your mom like continue to say that to you yeah. though. Because I can remember my mom saying something like that too though. Yeah. She was like, "Bro, just hold your head up, bro. You'll be alright." Yeah. Like whatever you're going through right now is for a reason, man. Yep. It's building you up as a man, mm-hmm. making you stronger. Building character. Yeah, so. Building character, bro. That's what life all about. That's what life is all about, baby. Hey, yep. thank y'all for watching. Appreciate it. Michael Vick, everybody. Let's get it.